Once upon a time, not so very long ago at all, there were two troubled banks and two Palm Beachers who were directly tied to them. Strap in, we're going to do some world travel. First up, Cyprus. And this is the fourth installment in our podcast, Dancing Oligarchs. In this series, we take a look at a specific set of Russians and Russian immigrants and those with Russian money, those with interesting and sometimes checkered past, all with some connection to Florida, and the Palm Beacher, who would become the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And I'm Palm Beach Post columnist Frank Cherubino, who'll be offering wise and probing commentary. Who will be playing the accordion, as we agreed. Yeah, Pat, I was working my way to the squeeze box. Our journey today goes from the sale of Trump's Palm Beach mansion to a maybe nervous Russian oligarch to another Palm Beacher with a side trip to the Justice Department. We start with Russian potash king Dmitry Ryobololev from our previous episode, The Flying Oligarch. Of course, we remember Dimitri. He's the only potash king we know. I mean, it's not like anybody's going to say, now which fertilized billionaire is this one? Well, Dimitri is the fertilized billionaire who put down $95 million to buy Donald Trump's spare Palm Beach mansion back in 2008, a sale that has caught the attention of one Robert Mueller. Question. When Mueller investigates a fertilizer magnate, does that make it a ditch hunt? Do I have to hire another accordion player, Frank? There are no other accordion players, Pat. They're all in polka heaven. (laughs) Well, we've talked about how Dimitri overpaid for Trump's mansion by most rational standards, and also why the very rich don't have to be rational about what they pay for. And that brings us to the island of Cyprus. Finally, I was wondering when the advertised world travel in this podcast would begin. The travel starts with the money. Dimitri pretty much cashed out of his fertilizer empire and plunked down his rubles or euros or dollars, a lot of money, no matter its country of origin, in the Bank of Cyprus. A lot of Russian oligarchs did. It was a haven for stashing cash. Especially when the economy got dicey in Russia, oligarchs wanted to park their money somewhere safe, or in some cases, to launder it somewhere safe. Dimitri owned almost 10% of the Bank of Cyprus, and that's really too bad because the Bank of Cyprus nearly collapsed. I can't imagine all those oligarchs would allow their nest eggs to evaporate without a fight. A deal was made to keep the Bank of Cyprus alive, but it forced people who had money in the bank, again, think Russian oligarchs, to lose some money. Yeah, I believe that's known in the business as getting a haircut. Well, it was a very close shave in this case. They did get bank shares in return. And when the dust cleared, six Russians were on the bank's board, including an ex-KGB agent. Not Dmitry, though. It's believed he lost millions. Were there any American businessmen wallowing in the swamp? Yes, but think of him more as a white knight riding to the rescue of the troubled bank. Palm Beacher Wilbur Ross. Whoa, Wilbur Ross? Isn't he that Trump cabinet official who falls asleep during afternoon meetings? Well, before he got famous for napping, Ross had a history of coming to the rescue. He helped Donald Trump stay in business after the Trump Taj Mahal casino went belly up. He was kind of maybe beloved by some in Ireland, where he had been credited with helping bail out the Bank of Ireland. In Palm Beach, he was a fixture, with a home about a mile from Mar-a-Lago. Well, I wish he could fix traffic on I-95. 
Wilbur Ross's home is like an oasis of 17th century French royalty transported to Palm Beach. And appropriately enough for a commerce secretary, it has a 41-foot-long ballroom fashioned after a Paris chateau designed for Louis XIV's finance secretary. <laughs> well, at least it's not one of those Palm Beach houses that's given a name. It's named Winsong. Oh, Winsong. Isn't that a perfume? I have to name my place Boca Eternity as a tribute to my mortgage. In 2014, Wilbur Ross was in Cyprus with a plan, many hundreds of millions of dollars to invest, and a chance to save the bank full of oligarchs. That investment earned him a seat as vice chair of the bank board. There was another vice chair, Vladimir Strazelkovsky, who had been in the KGB with another Vladimir, Putin, back in the day. He was still friendly with Putin. Now, Ross told the New York Times he ushered the Russians out of the bank. The banker he lured to head the Bank of Cyprus, though, had a link to Russia, too, and an unhappy one. Joseph Ackerman had been chair of Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank had many millions of dollars of troubles, including some from the U.S. Department of Justice. One of the more notorious problems involved its Russia office. It was using something called mirror trades to move roughly $10 billion out of Russia so that Russian clients could evade money laundering laws and taxes. Even Russia has people who want to avoid taxes. Bloomberg News identified a few big names linked to some of the trade scheme. Igor Putin, yes, the cousin of Vlad, and Arkady and Boris Rotenberg close friends of Vlad. Wait, this is getting really complicated. You know, it's like one of those Russian nesting dolls, except that every time you lift one up here, another oligarch is under it. I only wish it were that simple, because now I have to apologize. All right, what did I do now? So much of what we find out about Russia is twisty and hard to follow, and when you diagram it on a whiteboard, it looks like spider webs and rabbit holes and Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind, string and weird connections. You know, I thought Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge should have won the best picture that year. But I have to take you down this one rabbit hole since we are talking about the Rotenbergs. So, steady yourself. I will make it fast and relatively painless. You're making this sound like a root canal, Pat. Without painkillers. Arkady Rotenberg, a close pal of Putin, is also a friend to Ukrainian oligarch Dmitry Furtash. Furtash is a silver-haired, soft-spoken son of a driver's ed teacher and sugar factory worker who didn't have enough political clout to get their son into a university. But he still made billions doing Russian oil deals. If you believe a leaked U.S. ambassador's memo, Furtash once told the ambassador that he got his start with the blessing of Russia's most notorious crime boss. Furtash is facing trial in Chicago for federal criminal charges tied to a deal involving, rabbit hole alert, titanium sales and Boeing by way of India. But before those troubles, his companies also once tried to buy New York's Drake Hotel in an $850 million deal with Paul Manafort. Where have we heard that name before? Our Palm Beach Gardens resident, who before he was the 2016 Trump campaign chair, had big money in Cyprus. And remember how everything comes back to South Florida? Yeah, we have a sleazy gravity that can't be overcome. I think the world turns differently here. Manafort was indicted by special counsel Robert Mueller, in part because he was funneling money through offshore companies and Cyprus banks. Some of it landed right here. 
Some renovations at Manafort's million-dollar home here, pulling up the old bathroom marble and installing new, replacing the steam shower, putting gold-colored faucets in the guest house, was being paid for from accounts at Cyprus Banks, where, in fact, the Wall Street Journal reported the Bank of Cyprus had already turned over Manafort's banking records to investigators even before Mueller subpoenaed them. Whoa, can we come out of this rabbit hole? I, I need some air. And plus, we've got to wake up Wilbur Ross. I'm sure he's napping by now. Coming back to Ross, patience. Let's first return to those Russia trades and Deutsche Bank and Cyprus. The trades started under Ackerman's watch. So did hundreds of millions of dollars in fines for oversight failures and a $7.2 billion settlement for selling bundles of bad mortgage loans to investors. Okay, wait a second. You're telling me this guy Ackerman is no prize package. There's a bunch of red flags around him, and yet... Mr. Winsong, Wilbur Ross, plucks him to lead the sinking ship that's the Bank of Cyprus. Yes. Well, why would Wilbur want Ackerman for Cyprus? Well, Ackerman grew the bank, Deutsche Bank, into a global powerhouse. He pushed to get it into Russia, for instance, and he had endeared himself to shareholders. When Ackerman resigned, he did it in an arena so big that among the next celebrities to use it was Kanye West. He got a standing ovation, too from 7,000 people. So maybe the U.S. Justice Department investigation and the billions in fines and the scandals were not the kind of resume issues that would matter after all. Boy, the Bank of Cyprus sounds a little too interesting for me. And, as they say on late-night infomercials, but wait, there's more. Here's who else was on the Bank of Cyprus board. An executive with a Swiss company owned by Russian billionaire Victor Vexelberg, who may or may not have been close to Putin, depending on whom you ask. That's pretty Moscow-heavy for a bank in a Mediterranean island south of Turkey. That would be a fair comment. And this Vexelberg guy, I've heard that name before. He's the Russian businessman who got stopped in early 2018 when he stepped off a private plane in New York and two Mueller investigators were waiting to interview him. Welcome back to America. Speaking of planes, remember how Dimitri, our Trump mansion-buying, bank-share-owning oligarch, was interviewed ceaselessly about why his plane often seemed to be where Trump's plane was during the 2016 campaign, including some odd places his plane just had not gone before, like Duluth? Let's not rule out bromance. Here's another place his plane showed up, the Hamptons, where Wilbur Ross had another home. Okay, I'm ruling out bromance. Manafort had a place in the Hamptons, too, where he was redecorating the daylights out of it. We know this because the feds say a lot of that work was being done with laundered money from, again, Cyprus. Oh, yeah, I remember. He had like a $10,000 karaoke machine in that house, plus a $2.2 million audiovisual system with a flower bed in the shape of the letter M. Yes, but did it have a name? Anyway... Ross said he was quitting the Bank of Cyprus when Trump tapped him for Commerce Secretary. He was going to give up hundreds of millions of dollars in business to avoid conflicts of interest. Oh, you don't see that kind of devotion to the public good every day. You sure don't. However, a half dozen senators had some questions about that bank, and here was one of them. Are you aware of any loans made by the Bank of Cyprus to the Trump Organization, directly or indirectly? Ross told CNN's Jake Tapper that the bank had no loans to the Trump campaign. But though he walked away from the bank, 
His company, W.L. Ross & Company, announced it was going to keep its investments in the bank and who was named to fill Ross's bank vice chair vacancy, an executive with W.L. Ross & Company. And that's how we get from Palm Beach to Cyprus to the Kremlin with a side trip to the Hamptons and the Drake Hotel and back to Palm Beach Gardens. What a trip. There's a postscript. Look for Congress to keep Deutsche Bank in the headlines for a while. That's because when no one else would lend Donald Trump money, Deutsche Bank did. It's been estimated the Trump companies owe the bank about $300 million. And American Banker magazine recently noted that the House Financial Services Committee has hired an investigator with a track record of investigations involving Deutsche Bank. We have links to their stories and many more on our website, dancingoligarchs.com. And we welcome your letters, questions, comments, musical selections. Just send them to dancingoligarchs at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review wherever you download your podcast. It helps listeners find their way to our stories. Next up, the twisty tale of Felix Sater, Russian-born investor, international snitch beloved by the Department of Justice, and a Florida condo hotel business partner with Donald Trump. (laughs) 